Thank you for listening to Sports Unfolded here on Anchor. We want to thank Anchor for everything they've done. It is easy to use, so I suggest everybody get out there and make a podcast, put it on Anchor, and show it to the world. So once again, thank you for watching Sports Unfolded on Anchor. Thank you very much. Hope to hear from you soon. Hey, welcome to Sports Unfolded episode 17. Sorry about uh, the delay. Uh, a little, a few te- technical difficulties. Uh, seems like we've got them rectified. Uh, we're going to have a, yeah, just a little bit. We're going to have a major show tonight. Um, so really excited. Let's jump right in with the leadoff story. So the Bruins lost game six, six to two to the New York Islanders, losing the series four to two. Why do you think uh, Boston lost this series? Um. Well, there's this guy that stands behind the bench. Cassidy. Cassidy. Oh, it was totally him. It was totally him. Agreed. Absolutely. At least at least the the cosmetics of it all. First of all, if Tuka Rask is injured, Cohen Labrum, why the yeah. hell I was he in him it. in? Absolutely. It made no sense to me. And then you saw Swayman come in uh in game five. I mean, he let one goal go, but after that, you know what I mean? Give this kid a chance at this point. Swayman, Swayman was good. Swayman was good. You know, I mean, look, he went, what, 9-2 and two this year? He saved the Bruins' bacon, basically. Yeah. And for him not to go in there, I mean, it was obvious there was something wrong with Tuka Rask in Game 5. There was something wrong. You can tell he just wasn't reacting, and a torn labrum absolutely explains that he had to be in severe pain bruce cassidy should have should have gone with swayman in that game yeah. absolutely a hundred percent hundred percent and all this time throughout this whole series i told i was talking to you i told you they needed to make some changes they needed to, like the coil line sucked and so did the the lazar line and it wasn't really Coyle's fault, and it wasn't Lazar's fault. So you tell me where the problem was. Richie looked like he was wearing cement shoes. He was slow and useless this whole series. Useless. And they took out DeBrusque, but DeBrusque wasn't the problem. He had energy, at least. He just, you know, was making mistakes because he was trying to do too much because, you know, Richie was doing nothing. (laughs) There was no forecheck. Too many defensemen hurt. It killed him on that aspect of it. But um, especially if you don't have healthy defensemen and now you got an injured goalie. And we talked about the importance of a goalie in the playoffs. Um, how do you, how do you as a coach just sit there and say, okay, best play for me in a must-win game as an injured goalie? Yeah, no, you can't you cannot you cannot play like that. I mean you know, and I'm I'm not even saying it was the defense's fault. It's not even the defenseman. So this was squarely on at least four or five forwards that did nothing this series. They didn't come back. They're standing there watching it. They're watching the action. Uh, Corrali and Wagner, they were terrible. They were terrible. Yeah, okay, they can bring some energy. Bring some energy, yeah, and go into the penalty box, and then they score. Yeah. Really? This is what they're doing. Every time the coil line and corral line was out there, it seemed like they were in their own end 
the entire time. And, and you cannot, you can't win like that. And then you'd get the Bergeron line go out there and they just total domination. And for what? For what? Yeah, so I looked at, when I started looking at some of the numbers, so in all four losses, they gave up four-plus goals. The uh, Sorokin, Sorokin, 93, Sorokin, right? Yeah. 93% saves, Tuka Rask, 91. Yeah, no, no, it's, you know. The only reason why they lost that series, Ron, is the goaltending. And Tuka was hurt. He shouldn't have been yeah. in there because they beat him in power play percentage, right. penalty kills, shots on goal. And for some reason, they lost this series when they were up 2-1. They lost three straight games. Tuca was hurt after game three. Yes, absolutely. So there should have been there should have been something done right then and there. Cassidy didn't do it. Cassidy didn't do it. He how how many times did I say, oh my God, I want Fred Frederick and Studnika in the lineup instead of of Corrali and Wagner. I said it a million times, a million times. Like, how do you not go to these two guys? These two guys have offensive talent and they can skate and, and they actually can play some defense. So let me ask you this question. Should Cassidy be fired? Yes. It was his fault. You believe that, that strongly. I was a Cassidy fan up until this series. So I had heard this series. He, didn't do anything. There's a lot of Bruins fans that aren't too upset because they didn't feel like they would get by the Avs or they would get by um, Vegas anyway or Tampa Bay. So this loss wasn't as big a deal. No. On paper, the Bruins have the better team in against the Islanders and Tampa Bay. They should have been. They have the better team. Like, so, I told you right from the beginning, the only team I feared was Colorado. Yeah. That was the only team I feared. Because yeah. they couldn't match that speed. <laughs> Islanders weren't that fast, but the Bruins were like in slow motion. So you what, know, what bottom what, two lines, the bottom six. Yeah. What should the team do uh for next season then? What do you think what, what oh. what's the moves? Okay, so they have eight free agents and a couple of restricted free agents, first of all. Um we'll start with the obvious. Tuka Rask is a free agent. Um Save your $8 million a year. Let him walk. Go Hold with on. Swayman and Halak. Hold on, though. So I'm hearing he's willing to take a hometown discount. He wants to stay in I don't ball. care. You, and this is why you let Tuka Rask walk. Because you have some free agents. You have David Krejci. You have Hall. Um, you you got to resign Hall. Yes, Hall you have to resign Hall for sure. Um. They also have Richie is a free agent, uh, <laughs> uh, Corrali, Kasha, you know, Miller, <coughs> Tenorti, Camper. These guys are all free agents. And Frederick is a restricted free agent. So this is where you have to worry about the expansion draft. Well, looking at the expansion draft, they have Wagner. And uh, John Moore. Those are the two guys that they're going to have to put up to be taken. And Wagner is going to be the guy. He's going to be the one that goes. And you know what? That's okay. Because, frankly, he didn't do much of anything. So, good riddance. So, 
Therefore, you will end up keeping more, and that might be a guy that you hold on to to be like that seventh or eighth defenseman in case of injuries. So I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm not a more fan, but, you know, he's adequate, and he can move the puck, which Grizzly didn't exactly do a lot of in this series. Um, so from there, you lose Wagner, and that's fine because it's not – that's that's – not going to really matter much. So what I do want them to do is you got to sign Krejci, and that's going to be the more difficult thing. And it's not because he wants to play somewhere else. He basically told the press that he wanted to be in Boston and he can't see himself playing for anyone. Um, he is closer to retiring yeah. than what we think. So he was wavering in his press conference on whether or not he was going to play. He's going to take a couple of weeks to decide. So that's a guy that maybe has one more year in him. Maybe. So, but you've got to sign him and Hall. So that way your top two lines are intact for one more year. Because Smith will be a free agent, I believe, after next year. So... So you have the pot, the Bergeron and Krejci line intact. That's what you have to do. Your third line, let Richie go. Let him go because he's too slow and he's just costing them. So so you go with Coyle. He had a bad year. He had a bad playoffs. But you give him the benefit of the doubt. Let him come back next year. He's learned from it. He's a good player. And I know he's better than what he showed this year. Um, and you have him centering Frederick and Studnika. They played together earlier in the year, and they were fantastic together. I don't know why they didn't put them together here in the playoffs, because that's what should have happened. I think Coyle will be much better with two guys that are very capable and have energy in the offensive zone, and Frederick can play some defense too. So, and another year with Studnika, I think he'll get there as well. Fourth line, Lazar, Kuhlman, DeBrusque. Goodbye, Corrali. You're a free agent. See ya. Because, frankly, I don't really care for him. He was a good player, you know, that year they went to the Stanley Cup and won. He was a good player. But now he's just a liability. Now it's just like he takes bad penalties and just doesn't get motivated. And when he does get motivated, he's retaliating and getting those dumb penalties. So so who, yeah. who should they look at possibly signing? Or what position should they look at signing? Defense. And I'll tell you why. Because Carlo, he also could retire. He is a restricted free agent. He, he, he's the Anthony Davis of the Bruins. Yes. Unfortunately, look, I love Carlo as a player. I think he's a hell of a player. He's going to be injured all the time. Every year, expect a concussion. He should retire if he's smart. Um, well, not that he's not smart. He just wants to play. But Yeah. But he, he, he needs to retire. listen to his head and not his heart. Exactly. And I'm afraid one day he's going to get hit and he's not going to ever recover from it. So... So there are three defensemen that I expect the Bruins to take a look at. Uh, Adam Larson, Tyson Barry of the 
Edmonton Oilers and Brandon Montour, which I think he would be that guy that they should go get. He's going to be all in that 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 area of like $4 million a player. And I think one of those guys will be fantastic. Any one of them. And they're all right shooting defensemen. And I think Bruins need to go after one of them. Um, so that way they will have Grizzly with McAvoy. And they have to re-sign Riley. That's another thing they have to do. They have to re-sign Riley because he was fantastic. And it would be either Carlo or I'm saying Brandon Montour because I think that's where they're going to go. And, so, I, and unfortunately, Carlo, he's just going to be hurt all the time. Yeah. So before we wrap this up, just a quick message. I guess uh, they've already announced that Tuka Rask will miss the start of next season. So uh, yes. from the standpoint of re-signing him, uh, even if you did, you're you're basically swimming your starting goalie um, going into next right. season uh, currently. Right. I say let him walk because that's the money that you need to sign Hall and Krejci yeah. and Riley and, and all these other guys that are going to be part of this team. But rumor has it Hall's girlfriend loves Boston, which is important. He loves Boston. Yeah. So he wanted to come to Boston. Hopefully we'll see what happens. Uh, let's move on to some more NHL talk. Um and I know this is going to pain you, but uh, the New York Islanders are going to face the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Tampa, Bay. Tampa Bay, how many games? Um, maybe five. Maybe. And I say this because, look, there was a lot of rebounds, you know, if that Boston could have had and they didn't capitalize on it. And Boston did the same thing as Pittsburgh did. So they failed I, to, to do what they needed to do. Islands, uh, Islanders have scored the most goals in the playoffs so far, averaging 3.58 goals a game. Tampa Bay's fifth best at giving up 2.36. So basically you're saying the defense is going to prevail in that series and Tampa Bay wins it. I think the goaltender should should be able to be better. He, he doesn't give up a lot of rebounds. Bruce had all kinds of rebounds they could have had, but nobody was in position. Nobody. He has, a, he has a functioning hip. So <laughs> yeah, that, that, that too. That too. So Tampa and, Bay, I got Tampa Bay in sick. So the biggest surprise, Montreal versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Neither <laughs> one of these teams should be here right now. How no. does the Golden Knights fall straight against the Avs? That was amazing. Montreal, who's the lowest seed in the playoffs. Game one's this Monday. Who wins it? I'm. I've got to say, it's going to be a sweep for Vegas. It's got to be. I got Vegas like, in five. Because I'm looking at like Montreal doesn't even belong in the playoffs, and yet they've managed to get by two of them and make the, you know, the so, final four. So when we talked earlier in the year, or uh, about the NHL playoffs, and we talked about goaltending, two point one eight goals against second in the playoffs, Montreal. They're stopping Terry the points. If you get a hot goaltender, that can be the key. Exactly. Exactly. But the problem right now facing Carey Price is the guy at the other end is Fleury. Yeah. Who's like (laughs) – That makes a difference. Yeah. That that makes a hell of a difference, Hellebuck. (laughs) So um, let's move on to our new segment called the Triple Play. Excited about this. Triple Play. All right. So basically how this uh, segment's going to work is – I'm going to throw out three names. 
basically we've got to say who we would start, who we would bench, and who we would cut. So we're going to go, since we're in the basketball playoffs, NBA playoffs, we're going with the Brooklyn Nets big three, Durant, Harden, and Irving. So who are you starting, who are you benching, and who are you cutting? Okay, so um, it's not going to be a surprise who I'm cutting. Irving. So like, I'm cutting Irving as well. <laughs> I think yeah, we're in the same boat. Yeah, so, I mean, look, like we, we are very familiar with him. He cannot win by himself consistently. Can't. Just can't do it. He's proven that. He needs a bigger guy there. Like, as as – as best as Irving can do is be Scotty. Yeah, the number two. Right. He can't be number one. He can't be number one. Yeah, it's he just proved it in Boston. Yeah, he proved it yes, in Boston. He did. So that leaves the other two. Durant and Harden. And I am going to start Harden because. Wow. Okay. Because that guy that. is a triple double guy. I mean, yeah. he, can, he can do that. Like, he's carried. Well, look, look what he did, you know, in Houston. He carried Houston game after game after game after game out there by himself. Nobody with him. No one. So there's there's no doubt in my mind I'd start Harden. And believe me, I like – I think Kevin Durant might have more talent. Yeah. But Harden has proven in the past that he can carry a team. Yeah, I flip-flopped that. I, gave, I started Durant. Um, I just think from that that scoring standpoint, he's such uh, you know a, a lethal player on the court that every you know team has to defend him. Harden to me, he can do a lot. He can score. He can dish. But if you needed just pure scoring and and make sure that you're getting thirty to forty points a game, I go Durant first. But that's our triple play. Hope you like that. Uh, every week we'll throw in uh, three new names. Uh, it could be any any sport, and we'll uh, see how we v- vote on them. Yeah, get your opinions up there. We'll show them Absolutely. to everybody. Absolutely. You know, yep. so get those opinions, questions, comments, you know, we'll take Let, them. Let's uh let's look at the uh NBA. Um and uh po- I I posted a uh, Facebook uh question uh to the fans out there and I got about uh a good amount of responses. Um and uh, the question would be, is should Brad Stevens look at uh, making a trade for Damian Lillard? So Damian Lillard has discussed that he's not interested in possibly staying in Portland. Um, uh, how do you feel about this move? Uh, uh, who do you want? I mean, really? So, because So Kemba Walker has stated that he no longer wants to be in Boston. Please leave. That's good. I am, yes. I am okay with that. Oh, God, yeah. Like, so the question would be is, are you willing to are you willing to give up Jalen Brown for Damian Lillard based on the age? So you're talking about a five year difference, roughly. But we've talked about in the past about having heart leadership, veteran leadership. To me, you make that move because you need to get somebody with Jason Tatum that's going to teach him how to be a leader on a team. Unfortunately, yeah, you do. So if I'm Brad Stevens right now, I'm looking at Jalen Brown, Kemba Walker, a first-round pick. I'm taking Damian Lillard. Yeah. yeah. I get rid of one problem. Granted, I might hurt myself on the back end because of the age, but. And then you sign somebody as a free agent. Yeah. So if Brad Stevens is out there and he is listening, please pursue this. The fans want it. 
Sports Unfolded wants it. We need Look, it. Look, we both we both know damn well that it's going to be the same as it was. Yeah. Nothing's going to change. And again, he, he averaged 34 points and 10, 10 assists a game. Yeah. So it's not, you know, you're talking, you're partnering him with Jason Tatum. That's 60 points right there. A game. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll have to see and, how that and, turns out. And I'll even go further. If Robert Williams goes up another step or two, I mean, I like having a big guy, you know. I mean, he's not gonna be no he's not gonna be a shack. Yeah. But he's going to be effective. He's gonna be a year older. He's gonna get bigger. He's going to be able to, you know, dominate the boards against some teams. So have that triangle with him. Uh, let's talk about the NBA playoffs here. So Philly uh, versus Atlanta currently won one games tonight. Um, Embiid averaging 35 and 11, 39 and 11. I apologize. Trey Young, 28 and 10 assists. Um, of the two stars, which one do you think is going to be able to carry his team and, and get them over the hurdle here? Well, I mean, I got a feeling this this series is going to be home team right till the end. Well, Atlanta did play in Philly. Oh yeah, that's right. They're one one right now, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Ah, oh, yeah. God, I mean, like they I do have think- an injury in Philadelphia, and you had mentioned this last time. Yeah. And Embiid, which came back, and he's averaging almost 40 points a game. And if you look at this, he lost the MVP to Jokic. I think he's got a chip on his shoulder. How do you stop a big man like that? You can't. So if I'm if I'm right now, I'm I'm a little nervous. Um, And Trey Young needs to average 35 plus if they're going to win this series. Yeah, and we've seen how those one horse teams have really folded. Yeah, at some point you you stop that top player and then it's 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 a different ball game. What about Milwaukee Brooklyn? Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> Milwaukee Brooklyn. Brooklyn's up two one. Um, the Bucks won you. last night. But um, what do you think? The Bucks have to win Game Four. If they lose Game Four, the series is over. So if I'm a if I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan right now, I'm nervous. You won that game by three at yeah. home, being up 19 after one. Yeah. And without them having James Harden, who's rumored to possibly be playing in game four. Yeah. I think the series is over. I was I'm disappointed. I mean that Milwaukee hey, I said actually, Brooklyn was gonna go all the way. Yeah. But I, I really felt this would go seven. And I don't if it goes six, I'd be shocked. Yeah. I got, a, I got a feeling, like I said, Milwaukee has to win game four. But I think Brooklyn wins the next two and closes it out. Finish it out. Uh, Denver at uh, versus Phoenix. Phoenix is up 2-0 right now. Chris yeah. Paul on a tear. 19 yeah. points, 13 rebounds. Joke is yeah. MVP, 23-11. and 11. His next, The next leading scorer for Denver, Porter at 13 points. Denver's not winning this series if he doesn't get some help. Nope. And, and again, one-horse teams are folding. And think about this. Booker, who's their best player in Phoenix right now, is yeah. only averaging 19 points. He's going to yeah, have a big game. Yeah. So, I, to me, Denver, th- this may be a sweep. It could be. And 
and I'd be, I'd actually, be, I'd actually be surprised if it wasn't a sweep. I, I would, because I don't see, I don't see them being able to handle Phoenix right now. Like Phoenix is playing too well. Yeah, Phoenix is great. on a mission. This they, is this is their great. opportunity. Absolutely, this is their best chance to get to the finals. Utah versus the Clippers. Clippers are down now, 0-2 again. Utah looks very good. Donovan Mitchell, 41 points a game. Talk about coming back and uh, being on a tear. If I'm a Clippers fan, what does it take to get this team to understand they got to win a game early? Like, what are they doing? Is this Can they repeat what they did to Dallas is my question, I guess. You doubted Utah. And I said, I did. Utah's the best team in the West. They really are. They can shoot the lights out. And if you're getting 41 points from Mitchell, <laughs> they's, they're in trouble. Yeah. The Clippers are in trouble. They need to win game three without a doubt. But I think you need to go 2 2 in this series. Otherwise, Utah wins this series. Yeah, they have to, they have to win the next two games. I mean, if they lose one of those, it's over. And you've got one of the best defensive players in the league in Kawhi Leonard. And Mitchell's going for 41? Yeah, I know. That's, that's bad. That's scary. That's scary. Once again, if you're joining us, we are running a little late today on uh, Sports Unfolded. We're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. normally on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, join us on social media on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Unfolded and on Twitter at Broadcasting RI, Instagram, Sports underscore Unfolded, and podcast on Spotify, Anchor, and Google. So if you look at, uh, I'm really fired up in, uh, with the basketball, the hockey, you're fired up. But this oh topic God. that we're going to cover right now has me more fired up than any topic I think we've discussed in our entire four months of the show. And that's the Major League Baseball is basically having a debate right now on foreign substance on, with, the, with the pitchers. And they're now going to start to try to handle it in a different way. Do you think the the league is handling this properly? Does Major League Baseball ever handle anything properly? No. And that's my point. The league, <laughs> when it benefits the league, the league basically shuts their eyes and lets things happen. And then right. all of a sudden now, you want, because the pitching and the batting is so atrocious, you want yep. to put this rule into effect and start looking at balls and, and substance and pitches, caps and taking caps. When it was okay to juice with steroids until you decided it wasn't. Right. Right? And now you're doing the same thing with the pitchers. Now let's let's be truthful here. They didn't they didn't care about the juicing until the federal government got involved. Right. So and now what's happening is their product isn't scoring runs. People are right. bored. They want to see home runs. They're not getting that. So oh, we've got to do something now. We've got to react to it. They should be ashamed of themselves. Manfred is a is a one of the worst commissioners in any major sport. I am disgusted with this. I am disgusted because they're putting these pitches. And I, again, as a Yankee fan, I had to watch Cole at a press conference. He doesn't even know what to say because he knows basically. We all know they were doing it. It's been done for years and years. We're talking decades of this. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, you want to basically take it away, but you're not taking away batting gloves from batters, pine tar on the bats for batters that helps them with grip. But now right. the pitchers can't do it because it's, it's hurting your product from a, a home run standpoint. They should be ashamed of themselves. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm disgusted with it. It's a mess. It's a mess. And, you know, it's it's like you can't, you can't justify one side and not justify the other side. You just can't do it. You have to look. If there's rules out there, enforce it. If and, those are the rules, then enforce it. And we had one of these best debates about Barry Bonds and the steroids. And should he be in the Hall yeah. of Fame? So what are you saying now? All these pitchers shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame either, right? You but know, there are pitchers I, in that Hall of Fame that have gotten busted for tampering with baseballs, yeah. right? But that's not they didn't they didn't they, they're still in the Hall of Fame. So how is one better than or worse than the other? I don't understand. Well, because it's adding, it's injecting an enhancer. You're enhancing I mean, I the ball. Understand that they said the spin yeah, but the movements. It, it's it not like. Okay, it's not like putting pine tar on a bat like George Britt did and he got caught. Remember yeah. that? It, it's That's what it's like. So you can, you're, you're comparing those two things. You can't compare, you know, adding steroids so your injuries get healed faster. If, if it gives you a competitive edge, then it's cheating. Yes, to an, yes it is. So but, it's, it's the same as the no-hit rule. Because it's seven innings didn't count. Baseball is a joke right now. They wonder why they're losing viewerships. They wonder why the fans aren't interested, why they can't get because they're a joke. Because they can't get anything right. They've made they've they've made mistake after mistake after mistake. And here comes another one. Oh, and then when you suspend a pitcher, you're suspending him for like five, six days. Yeah. And they did this um that's their rotation. Yeah. Five or six days. <laughs> and then they they literally did this. With the steroids before they started, they started suspending like triple A players first and all that. They're doing yeah. the same thing now. They're suspending minor league pitches. Like, what are right. you doing? I don't, I don't get it. I, I just, let's move on. Cause I, I'm just, it, it's atrocious baseball, but we're going to talk some more baseball. What are your early yeah. surprises for 2021 so far this season? Oh my Lord. The early surprises. So I got um, I've got, I've got four of them in the American League. Okay. And I have two in the National League. So I'll start National League. All right, let's do it. Um, my surprise in the National League, uh, the Giants, for I, being in first place. Absolutely, without a doubt. Because I thought it was going to go. Never I saw that. I thought it would be the Dodgers, yep. Padres, Giants. Yep. Absolutely, 100%. You're correct. And here we are, Giants, like lighting it up. And Kevin Gausman. 7-0, and 1.27? Oh, Phenomenal. 1.27. Well, that's going to change. No pie and tar. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Uh, Brandon Crawford on the other side with 14 home runs and 41 RBI. That's pretty good, good numbers for a shortstop. Very good. So that's about, the good side of the surprise. How about the Cubs? First place over St. Louis. St. Louis third currently in the division. Yeah, that's somewhat of a surprise, but that I think they'll snap out of that. Because a lot of teams said that the Cubs were going to be – a lot of people said the Cubs were going to be sellers this year because they've got some players coming up. Well, I thought, like, four of the teams in that division were going to be sellers. So I thought the Cardinals would win it, but the rest of the teams would be bad. Yeah. So, yeah, the I'm, Cubs, I can see that. But the my biggest surprise yeah. in the National League – Washington in last place. Like, yeah. and to top the, it all the, off, the Mets are in first. The Mets are in first. Two point two two 
He's five and four. <laughs> five and four. They're well, not scoring runs. There's been no hitting in, in baseball this year. So you not see the teams that are doing well. The teams with the hot pitches are, are doing much yeah. better. When the, the team with the bats, they're just not pr- producing the, the runs. They are eight games under 500. That is shocking. Yeah. And I know we thought the Mets would be pretty good, but not first place good. I actually had them at first. Okay. And I, I had Washington second. What so. about my 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 down surprise would be the New York Yankees in third in the AL East. Tampa Bay leading the division. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good surprise. I didn't even put the Yankees on there, to be honest with you, as a surprise being in third. Third third place. That team that team had too much talent not to be a, a first place team. I still think they can They're disappointing. They, they just can take that. I don't know. Oakland still in fr- Oakland still first in the West. That is my surprise in the West. Um, to go along with the Angels, but in reverse. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, Bassett, um, six and two as a starter in Oakland. Uh, Pettit or Petit, Yasmero Petit, seven and zero oh, with one save coming out Ooh. of the bullpen. Seven wow. and zero. Oh. Not bad. That's amazing at this point. He's one of the league leaders. <laughs> That's crazy. Insane. What about what about the Grom at a point oh six two ERA? <laughs> Teams are batting one twenty eight against them. It's hard to believe the Red Sox beat him. One twenty eight is that insane? That is craziness. Like I mean, that is that is back in like the thirties era. <laughs> unreal. Otani seventeen home runs, second yeah. in Major League Baseball in home runs. What about yeah, he's second? He's second in home runs, and everybody else in the league is third with fourteen. <laughs> so what about the homegrown here, Devers leading the Rancio league? Devers, right? He's having a good year. So I mean, a lot of surprises. Uh, anything you're looking forward to um, going uh, forward in the season? Anything you'd like to see? Well, after my morning of the Bruins, um, I'll take like a couple of days off from sports, and once I get back into it, then I'll know more, more what's going on around the league as well for baseball. Yeah, I'd like um, to see how the. I'd, I'd like to see how this affects the hitting now with the pitching. I want to see if the batting average goes up, and if it does, yeah. then then you know it was basically because of what the pitchers were doing. All right, uh, great conversation there. Let's talk some NFL. Uh, Julio Jones has been traded to the Tennessee Titans for a second-round draft pick in 2022 and a fourth-rounder in 2023. Where does this put the Tennessee Titans in the AFC? <laughs> I put um, them as possibly the fifth, fifth best, maybe sixth best team. Maybe not even yeah. winning the division. It's all going to be based on Carson Wentz with the Colts. If Carson Wentz has the MVP type season with the Colts, I think they're a better team, even with Julio Jones in Tennessee. Still got to count. Kansas City, best team in the AFC, probably. Although we had a debate last week about 20 and 0. Kyle Long already probably out for the season. First injury. Here we go. There we go. Buffalo, probably better than Tennessee. Baltimore, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland, right. So, I as much as I think this was a good pickup, Patriots, possibly. I I don't. 
receiving our receiving court is still not very good. <laughs> let's let's be honest. I mean, there's still if Aguilar is your number one receiver, I, I'm not sold on him being the number one receiver. I mean, defensively, tight ends, offensive line were probably better than Tennessee. Receiving wise, Tennessee has an edge. Um, and we're still questioning where the quarterback's gonna be for New England. So we have to figure that out. Although Cam Newton did come up with a nickname for Mac Jones. Not sure you heard this. A little trivia for you. Mac and cheese. <laughs> mac and cheese, not, baby. Not Big Mac. Not Big Mac. Mac and cheese. We all love it. It's cheesy. Oh, Terrible. That was horrible. That was a dad joke. All so right. without Julio Jones coming here, then we can like dump Cam Newton because he's going to lose his job anyway. I was looking at this afterwards. Once the signing happened, the lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Once this happened, though, I looked at it. Julio Jones probably wasn't going to be a good fit in New England um, based on one thing. He's a, I need the ball 10, 10 times thrown to me. New England doesn't do that. New England, you may get 10 looks one game and, and two on the next. That's just how they spread the offense out. They look at matchups. They look at different different areas. I'm not quite sure he would have fit. Would it have been nice to have? Absolutely, because that gives us more legitimacy to be a contender for the Super Bowl. But – I think he may not have done so what you're saying. Like, they're illegitimate. Illegitimate, yes. He would have been our illegitimate child, yes. Uh, Ron, what time is it, baby? Pick and pick and roll, roll baby. <laughs> little little Haven Shine crossover. We talked about it. We're gonna do so Haven Shine. If you don't, if you haven't seen it, a lot of movie reviews, right? Games, movies. So we're gonna talk about. Um, Ranking these six baseball movies all time for us. Um, there may be some better movies out there. These are the six we chose uh, currently. So Bull Durham, League of Their Own, Field of Dreams, The Natural, Major League, and For the Love of the Game. I went first last week, so you're up first, my friend. Just just so everybody knows, there's no Sandlot in there. No Sandlot. We thought about it. Angels in the outfield, Rick. Yes, without a doubt. Right? We could have thrown that in there. Sandlot. How old are you, Rick? <laughs> That's fine. That's uh, fine. Can you pick another Disney movie? Ron, you're up, buddy. What do you got? Number six. All right. All right. Number six, I have, and this is going to be probably a shock to everybody, Field of Dreams. <laughs> oh, Look, I've seen this movie. I've seen this movie three times, hoping that it got better. <laughs> It's so boring. It's terrible. Oh, it's baseball. I'm Mr. Sorry. 3000. It's terrible. I don't Rick, care. Mr. 3000 Rick chimed in with. That oh, man. That I would have said ahead of Field of Dreams as well. Yeah. Like, I really didn't like a movie. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't okay. like it. All right. I thought it was boring, boring, boring. It was Overall, like watching a Kansas City Milwaukee Brewer game. Maria, thank you. see that. Nobody cares. Thank you. Angels in the outfield. Maria, that's two for angels in the outfield. Oh, we blew this. <laughs> we blew this one already. Bad news bears. How can you not right? have that in there? I think we might have to change this whole thing, this whole segment. <laughs> so what do you got? Number five. Right. So number five, I have Bull Durham. Again. Bro, what are you doing? <laughs> Again. Oh, I, I didn't really care for it. It was okay. What? It was good. It was good. What? Oh, my goodness. All right, go ahead. 
Bad News Bears would have been ahead of this one, too. Space Jam not a baseball I movie. Have Rec Space Jam not a baseball movie. The League of Their Own I can't is number right four. I, I, I'm done with you. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. Okay, wait, before you go on any further, is the movie at number one have a hockey player in it? And that's why you <laughs> picked that number one, because that seems to be every time we do this. No. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll just say, I'll just say, I don't like four, five, and six. I don't okay. like them. Okay, I see that. Go ahead. What do you got at three? At number three, I have The Natural. Great movie. Uh, Re Robert Redford. Yep. You know, drama, mm -hmm. ball hitting the lights. Ooh. Yep, yep. You know, I mean, it was good. It was a great movie, a great baseball movie. You know, but I have Major League number two. Major and League. And it, like, Major League I've watched, I don't even know how many times. A ton. Uh -huh. A yep. ton. Perfect it, cast. It, Perfect it, cast. It was. Charlie Sheen. Charlie Tom Sheen Aranger. was Phenomenal, Todd yeah. Berenger. Yeah. He was great it. in that movie. Yeah, and of course Wesley Snipes. Snipes, yes. Like Willie Mays Hayes. Willie Mays Hayes, baby. <laughs> Come on, he showed his comedic side. There was yeah. a lot to love about this movie, and everybody knows the manager. <laughs> you know, it's like you know that guy plays character roles in yeah. so many movies. You know, he was fantastic as the manager. Yeah. Agreed. And I got to say, it was close to my number one for love of the game. I absolutely love that movie. Love it. Love Bench it, warmers. love it, love it. Benchwarmers is in there. Benchwarmers. Benchwarmers. <laughs> what, a, what a great movie that was. Scorsese, you're not, Ron. Oh, boy, Dan taking some shots at Ron today. Yeah, I, I don't. I he don't didn't even want you on the pick. He said, get you off the pick again. <laughs> I'm not a director, but I know a good movie if I see it. All right. Underrated Benchwarmers. Yes. I don't know about that underrated. That was. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go. Number six, I had for the love of the game. And you're, you're so sadly mistaken. So for all the reasons you said, I thought it was it's a boring movie. At number four, at number five, I had The Natural with Robert Redford. I mean, the iconic scene with hitting the lights, but other than that, I mean it's a good movie. Major it's League. I, number four, Major League. Oh, come on. There's no way. Major League? <laughs> no way. Which again, I, I I think again, it's it's one of those movies you could watch over and over again, and it's from a comedic standpoint, great to watch, great cast. But when we're talking about baseball, Field of Dreams, I had it number three. Um, just the whole storyline, if you build it, they will come. How that that whole story transformed, brought old time baseball back in that tradition of baseball. I'll say that in Florida for the Marlins, they built it. Nobody came. Yeah, well, nobody's still going. Exactly. Tampa it's as well. Yeah, Tampa as well. Who who puts a dome in Tampa Bay? I don't. Whatever. In eight, 1988 movie Bull Durham at number two. Costner, Susan Randon, uh, Susan Sarandon, Tim Robbins. That yep. whole aspect, uh, the young pitcher, the old catcher, yep. that yep. that whole love triangle. Yep. Um, uh, you know, just how again how he tried to make it fever pitch number one. What are we, what is going on with our fans tonight? Fever pitch. 
Oh boy. Oh, that's a good movie. That's that's really good. No, that's yeah, we, a good one. Yeah, like I in. wouldn't have chosen like three of these movies. Yeah, I, I, I think Rick, Rick put some good ones in there. We should probably should have put Bad News Bears in there for sure. Bad News yep. Bears, I probably would have made number yeah. one. Angels in the outfield. We had two votes for that as well. League of Their Own, I had it number one. Because you know why, Ron? You know why? Because there's no crying in baseball. You That line will be infamous now f- forever. There's no crying in anything. There's no oh, crying nice. in no crying in sports unfolded. There's no crying in anything. When you when you were having technical difficulties, you know what? There's no crying. We don't cry. We just go we out and we threw a whole bunch of stuff. We did. And you, you, you just smack some stuff around. But think about that cast too. Tom Hanks, Gina Davis, Madonna, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Movie uh, made $132 million back in 1992. Yeah. So again, with the with today's rates, obviously, and based on a true story too. Yeah, yep. So I, I just, I love that movie. I could watch that movie over and over again. Hardball with Keanu Reeves, the rookie. Wow, we got Rick. Rick's got some baseball movies in him. Once yeah, again, Moneyball, great movie. We almost threw that in there. Um, once again, if you're joining us, uh, we are live on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Running a little bit late due to technical difficulties tonight. Uh, join us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, at Sports Unfolded, and at Broadcasting RI. On Instagram at Sports underscore Unfolded, and our podcast at Spotify, Anchor, and Google. So great conversation around that. Pick and roll. Appreciate all the fans out there. Appreciate your uh, input. Um, next time, uh, we'll make sure. We're going to tell you what next week's pick and roll is going to be. You know, send us some messages. Let us know who you think we should put in this, the next week's pick and roll. Uh, but we're going to go off to our face-off. And our face-off this week, we're going to do it a little different, Ron, going forward. I don't we're even gonna, know what it is. <laughs> we're going to go two minutes. And we're just going to argue this for two minutes. And we're going to let the fans decide who won this face-off. And basically, our face-off this week is Deshaun Watson wants to go to Denver. Should the Denver Broncos trade for him? And I'm going to put the clock on now, and we can go. Well, wait, wait. Why don't we have the fans decide who's for what? Who's for? Who's for? Who's against it? Good point. Who's who should be for him going? Dan, Maria, Rick. Any of our live viewers out there? Who should be voting for? Deshaun Watson going to Denver. We got time. We're going to wait for you guys to answer. <laughs> I mean, they were sprouting out the baseball movies. Ron first. I think that yeah, means yeah, four. I think okay, you're four. So I'm going to be for him getting traded. For him getting traded. Ron, so for him Denver getting traded. Two. That's two. Okay. So Denver wants him. You ready? I'll let you start it off. I'm against. Go. Okay, so first of all, um, Deshaun Watson is what top four or five quarterbacks in the league. Um, what do they got now? Nothing. They have a, a quarterback that's going to bring them to last place. So if you're going to do anything in this league, you have to have. And to me, this is a no-brainer. No matter what the problems he has off the field, he's going to be fine. He's not going to so, miss time. Why would a team? And, why would a team invest money in him and not even guarantee that they could that he's going to play this year? Oh, he's going to play. I, I mean, it, it makes no sense. You're, so you're guaranteeing that he's going to play this season. He's going to play. He's going to play. Based why? on what? 
based on it'll get dragged out in court and it, it he'll be playing this year and it won't happen until at the end of the season. From a, from a media standpoint, they cannot put his face on the field until this thing's settled. So until it's settled, which is it's going to drag out. The fans don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They, they will get such backlash. Think about Michael Vick back when the, when, with the dog incident and how, ah, how Atlanta treated people it. like animals. <laughs> oh, people don't like women. Is this where nope. we're going? Nope, they don't. They don't oh. like people. They don't care. We, 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 are, we are getting shut down. <laughs> no, I'm, so, I'm not done. saying me. <laughs> I'm saying we're, fans we're, in general, what's in they are no more sensitive to an animal than they are to a person. So the fans, if they're winning, they don't care. They like to win. And they at all costs. It doesn't matter. That's why these players get get two, three, four chances all the time. So you can't even say that you think that he's a legitimate reason that Denver can win. I don't I mean Denver's got an okay team. He's still gonna be in the AFC West going against yep. Kansas City, the yep. LA Chargers, right? So two very good teams, one yeah. elite team. They they might be third in the division. How many so how, how many teams? How many wins did they get last year? Six, maybe five. Six. Okay, so having Deshaun Watson doesn't double that. No, it doesn't double that. You think they're going to get twelve wins? Not twelve wins. He's one no of the way. best quarterbacks in the league. Not a, not in that division. <laughs> yeah, in, in absolutely. The, in, in, in the Los Angeles Vegas. All right, that was good. That was good. Fans out there, who won that debate? I don't know, Ron. I, I think I won that for sure. You didn't win that because you just we said, all know that the fans don't care about what he's done off the field. They don't care. They want to see him win football games. Would you take him in New England? Yes. I wouldn't. Thank you, Rick. Why? I, I just don't think that from a media standpoint, it doesn't. it's not a good look for a team. You're basically condoning his behavior and telling it it's acceptable. You're also asking oh, if one won. Ron won it. We, we're tied. Anybody out there want to break that tie? Let us know. Chime in. We also, you're also considering the, the New England Patriots had a murderer on their team. So, <laughs> uh, well, you already said Ron Dan, you can't vote for him twice. Yeah, that's another vote, though. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go on, on to our uh, Ron. Ron, you won this one. Two, uh, two, one. Wow. I have to work twice as hard because because of your fans. They're all voting for me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't even get love from my fans. Let's go on to uh, our predictions. Uh, predictions. So uh, last week, again, clean sweep for Eric. Yeah. 2-0. Ron plays hardball when he's against. Yes. Uh, that, there's a baseball reference. Very good, Rick. I like that. Yeah, that is good. Um, so on uh, six thirteen, Blue Jays at the Red Sox. Red Sox, agreed. It's not, you know, six thirteen, Suns at Nuggets, Game Four, Phoenix. Yeah, you know you want to pick Phoenix. I, I do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So far, we're little WNBA. We're gonna break out here. Seattle Storm yeah. at the Connecticut Sun. On six thirteen, both of you these. Know, I might actually watch this game. Both these teams currently the top two uh, records in the uh, WNBA. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Seattle Storm. 
Oh, all right. I'm going Sun, hometown. I'm from Connecticut now. I, I, I know got a little Connecticut, so I'm going Suns. That's why I went with Seattle. No, I love it. So we have one difference. So I could go one and zero next seat, uh, next week. I yeah, love it. Could, but you're not going to. Suns, look at Suns. Dan even agrees. Connecticut Sun. Um, next, if you're joining us next week, uh, we're going to be discussing uh, the NBA and NHL playoffs as they continue. Uh, our pick and roll next week. Top five wide receiver duos currently in the NFL. So we're going to pick five duo wide receivers uh, and see which one. Wait, is this all time or currently playing? Current. Oh, okay. This this year. All right. If you're joining us, uh, once again, we're on Rhode Island Broadcasting. We're on every Friday night at 6 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Social media at uh, Sports Unfolded on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, at Broadcasting RI. On Instagram, (coughs) at Sports underscore Unfolded. And podcasts on Spotify, Anchor, and Google. Uh, if you haven't watched our show before, basically how we uh, close our show out is we have a final thought. Our final thought could be about anything. It uh, doesn't necessarily have to be sports-related. Um, but I went first last week, round, so you're up first this week. Oh, I get to go first? First, sir. All right. So, so my final thought goes out to all those – all those Bruin fans that are in mourning with me, um, this should have been our year because we clearly were supposed to have the better team. But there's one thing that some some people forgot is you actually have to go and actually play in order for you to win. Crazy thought. Crazy thought. So... So instead of saying, hey, Ralph will do it, when there's no Ralph on your team, except for that big Ralph that they they spewed all over the ice in their, their lackadaisical and heartless play, especially in that last 10 minutes of that game, where I saw a lot of standing around and watching while the Islanders have the puck in the corner. Well, it's time to to clear out some of that dead weight, get rid of them, and looking forward to hockey next year. That's it. So I, I did want to just if I, I and I forgot to mention this earlier uh, with the Bruins. Uh, one of the things we criticized the Boston Celtics was heart, and it was oh. disappointing to see the Bruins uh, had that same uh, mentality uh, in their loss. So. Yeah, it was. It was um, despicable that, that was, because I'd never seen it before. Yeah, that, I, un, I, unbelievable. Um, my final thought is on um, the Joker. Jokic won the MVP. Um, he is the lowest draft pick to ever win an MVP. He was the 41st pick overall. Steve Nash and Giannis Antetokounmpo was drafted 15th. They were they were the, the leaders at 15th as the lowest. So if you think about 26 picks later, when he got drafted on draft night, it was during a Taco Bell commercial. He wasn't even on the screen. It was a Taco Bell commercial. Because at that point, they just assumed that the second round picks, nobody really cares about them. If you think about what this shows about hard work, determination, playing as a team, continuing to work your craft. If this is not an example for young athletes out there to say, look, if you work at something hard enough, regardless of where you're drafted or where you're picked, 
if you put the heart, the effort in, you can be an MVP. It doesn't matter if you're a number one pick. He was 41st and is now the MVP of the National Basketball League. That is pretty impressive. He should be proud of that. Fans out there should be proud of that. It just goes to show that hard work does pay off. I was I was ecstatic to see that. Hey, uh, another point. Um, Patrice Bergeron nominated for a Selkie Award for the, like the tenth time. Um, he was a bright spot in the series against the Islanders. Yeah, and a lot of their stars stepped up. But to your point, I, I just think it was disappointing to go out game six like that. Yep. Um, before we wrap it up, Ron, I do want to wish you a very happy birthday. Sports Thank Unfolded. Um, appreciate you joining us tonight. Uh, I know you, I'm sure you're going to be partying hard, uh, soon. And, uh, yeah, thank you, for working out there. <laughs> thank you for those. That's probably why we had all those technical difficulties earlier. Ron was a little, uh, partying it up already. Yeah. I knocked over the laptop and, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> it, got ugly. it got ugly, but, um, thank you again. Great show. Appreciate the time, Ron. Uh, to all the fans that have tuned in to all the fans that are out there, uh, watching us live. We appreciate you tonight. And uh, you guys out there, have a great night. Take care. Take care, everybody.